0: Hello and welcome to another For the Love of Truth podcast. I'm called Adrian. Earlier today, I recorded a full-length podcast and at the end of that, I read out a document called Statement of Virus Isolation, which is a document written by Sally Fallon Morell, Dr. Thomas Cowan and Dr. Andrew Kaufman. And it aims to set the record straight about all the confusion where the mainstream and many doctors and virologists are claiming that they have isolated SARS-CoV-2, which is a false claim. In case you wanted access just to that document, instead of having to listen to the entire podcast to get to it, I have clipped the document and it now follows. Now, if we move on to something, the final part, which is where I want to talk to you about germ theory and we're going to call it germ theory because that's exactly what it is. It's fear-based. It is completely false. If you go to fortheloveoftruth.co.uk, which is one of my websites, there's on the right, you can look for germ theory, and there is a ton of articles on there, which when you read through them, you will be able to draw your own conclusions. And if you read through them and think about it, you will come to the same place as me, that it is a complete fraud and a complete scam. And yet the entire medical and dental industry really hang on that. And within that inverted pyramid, so it's on very shaky ground anyway, there is one point that they are so focused on with this and that is absolutely ridiculous. And that is the claim that they have isolated the virus. But isolating the virus is not the same as a virus isolate, just like a jury trial is not the same as a trial by jury and stuff. They are playing a lot with words. Now, if you want a copy of this that you can share, you could go to andrewkauffmanmd.com forward slash sovi, S-O-V-I, or you can go to fortheloveoftruth.co.uk and then just put sovi in the search uh, area and you will be taken to the document. Statement on virus isolation. Isolation, the act of isolating, the fact or condition of being isolated or standing alone, separation from other things or persons, solitariness, from the Oxford English Dictionary. The controversy over whether the SARS-CoV-2 virus has ever been isolated or purified continues. However, using the above definition, common sense, the laws of logic, and the dictates of science, any unbiased person must come to the conclusion that the SARS-CoV-2 virus has never been isolated or purified. As a result, no confirmation of the virus's existence can be found. The logical, common sense, and scientific consequences of this fact are... The structure and composition of something not shown to exist can't be known, including the presence, structure, and function of any hypothetical spike or other proteins. The genetic sequence of something that has never been found can't be known. Variants of something that hasn't been shown to exist can't be known. It's impossible to demonstrate that SARS-CoV-2 causes a disease called COVID-19. In as concise terms as possible, here's the proper way to isolate, characterize and demonstrate a new virus. First, one takes samples, blood, sputum, secretions, from many people, for example 500, with symptoms which are unique and specific enough to characterize an illness. Without mixing these samples with any tissue or products that also contain genetic material, the virologist macerates, filters and ultracentrifuges, i.e. purifies the specimen, This common virology technique, done for decades to isolate bacteriophages and so-called giant viruses in every virology lab, then allows the virologist to demonstrate with electron microscopy thousands of identically sized and shaped particles. These particles are the isolated and purified virus. These identical particles are then checked for uniformity by physical and or microscopic techniques. Once the purity is determined, the particles may be further characterized, this would include examining the structure, morphology, and chemical composition of the particles. Next, their genetic makeup is characterized by extracting the genetic material directly from the purified particles and using genetic sequencing techniques such as Sangha sequencing that have also been around for decades. Then one does an analysis to confirm that these uniform particles are exogenous outside in origin as a virus is conceptualized to be and not the normal breakdown products of dead and dying tissues. As of May 2020, we know that virologists have no way to determine whether the particles they're seeing are viruses or just normal breakdown products of dead and dying tissues. If we have come this far, then we have fully isolated, characterized, and genetically sequenced an exogenous virus particle. However, we still have to show that it is causally related to a disease. This is carried out by exposing a group of healthy subjects, animals are usually used, to this isolated, purified virus in the manner in which the disease is thought to be transmitted. If the animal gets sick with the same disease, as confirmed by clinical and autopsy findings, One has now shown that the virus actually causes a disease. This demonstrates ineffectivity and transmission of an infectious agent. None of these steps have ever been attempted with SARS-CoV-2 virus. I'm going to read that again. None of these steps have ever been attempted with the SARS-CoV-2 virus, nor have all the steps been successfully performed for any so-called pathogenic virus. Our research indicates that a single study showing these steps does not exist in the medical literature. Instead, since 1954, virologists have taken unpurified samples from a relatively few people, often less than 10, with a similar disease. They then minimally process this sample and inoculate this unpurified sample onto tissue culture, containing usually four to six other types of material, all of which contain identical genetic material as to what is called a virus. The tissue culture is starved and poisoned and naturally disintegrates into many types of particles, some of which contain genetic material. Against all common sense, logic, use of the English language and scientific integrity, this process is called virus isolation. This brew containing fragments of genetic material from many sources is then subjected to genetic analysis, which then creates in a computer simulation process the alleged sequence of the alleged virus, the so-called in silico genome. At no time is an actual virus confirmed by electron microscopy. At no time is a genome extracted and sequenced from an actual virus. This is scientific fraud. The observation that the unpurified specimen inoculated onto tissue culture along with other toxic antibiotics, bovine fetal tissue, amniotic fluid and other tissues, destroys the kidney tissue onto which it is inoculated, is given as evidence of the virus's existence and pathogenicity. This is scientific fraud. From now on, when anyone gives you a paper that suggests that SARS-CoV-2 virus has been isolated, please check the methods section. If the researchers use Vero cells or any other culture method, you know that their process was not isolation. You will hear the following excuses for why actual isolation isn't done. 1. There were not enough virus particles found in samples from patients to analyze. 2. Viruses are intracellular parasites. They can't be found outside the cell in this manner. If number one is correct and we can't find virus in the sputum of sick people, then on what evidence do we think the virus is dangerous or even lethal? If number two is correct, then how is the virus spread from person to person? We are told it emerges from cells to infect others, then why isn't it possible to find it? Finally, questioning these virology techniques and conclusions is not some distraction or divisive issue. Shining the light on this truth is essential to stop this terrible fraud that humanity is confronting. For, as we now know, If the virus has never been isolated, sequenced or shown to cause illness, if the virus is imaginary, then why are we wearing masks, social distancing and putting the whole world into prison? Finally, if pathogenic viruses don't exist, then what is going into these injectable devices erroneously called vaccines and what is their purpose? This scientific question is the most urgent and relevant one of our time. We are correct. The SARS-CoV-2 virus does not exist. Sally Fallon Morell, M.A. Dr. Thomas Cowan, M.D. Dr. Andrew Kaufman, M.D. You might want to think about taking copies of that, distributing it, emailing it, sharing it, pointing people towards it as you see fit. Now, I hope that's given you something to think about. You might want to go and do some more digging, some more research. You guys are amazing. I'm very grateful to you for all your support and I'm looking forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.